Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Introducing the all-new Mariposa Omar Rodriguez Lopez signature model electric guitar from Ernie Ball Music Man. The latest designed from the ground-up signature model in a long list of unique and often groundbreaking artist instruments. Unlike most other brands' signature releases, Music Man team up with each artist to design every single element of their instrument. From the body shape to the pickups, controls and construction type, each new addition to the Music Man signature series is as individual as the player they work with. And the Mariposa is no exception. Featuring an offset angular Akume body shape providing a beautiful, unique appearance whilst retaining maximum balance and playing comfort. Gorgeous custom pickguard designs laser etched with an original ornate floral design and coordinated to complement each specific finish option and unique and versatile dual volume pots to create a natural variation in the high end when set at different levels. Available in Imperial Black, Imperial White, Dorado Green and of course, Pueblo Pink. Check them out in the description of this podcast or at music-man.com. And welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar-based podcast. This is the 242nd episode of the uh, the regular podcast. I'm your host, Joe Brandt, and I'm joined, I'm joined this week by Mark Packham. Back to the boiler room. Jay Cross. Back to the future. And Matthew two. Knight. Is it Ghostbusters 2? <laughs> Yes, that's right. We're uh, we're back and uh, back once again with the Renegade Masters. Exactly, and Gear of the Year is getting closer, which means we're getting sent more things for us to try out and consider for Gear of the Year. So we've got quite a few. Uh, there's loads to talk about this week. There are loads. There's loads to talk about. But first of all, here's, Packham, here's a little here's a little sneak behind the curtain. Is every week right. before we do the podcast, yeah. Joe panics that we don't have enough to talk about. And he writes out a big list of stuff that we're going to talk about. I don't oh, panic. And, and here's, a, here's a Bluetooth speaker from a company you've never heard of before. Oh, it's so Let's annoying. And, 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 and so I he, find he writes, cool accessories and you guys refuse to talk about them. And So basically, he puts together this enormous list of stuff. And then me, Mark and Matt go through it just before we just before we podcast. We go through and we go, yep, not talking about that. Delete, delete. yeah, delete this that. Completely That's true. boring. Yeah, get rid of that. Get Every rid of that. week. And then the thing is, is what all, happens all is my hard work. We, we don't have enough time to talk about any of the stuff we do want to talk Fine. about. Fine, yeah, but if, Such you, as, if you left my stuff in, we, oh, yeah. is that a good segue? I, I, segue? No, I, oh. I don't really know. If you left my stuff in, we would get to talk about all the cool Bluetooth modelling speakers and sort of plectrum hand accessories and things like that. that, that we I just discover. need to talk about the Soundbrenner all the time. Yeah, I saw another advert for it. It's it, it comes with an accessory that you stick on your headstock so you can remove it and then you've got a magnetic stick-on tuner onto your guitar. Wow, best that is, uh, best thing ever. Yeah, gear of the is, year. I'm calling it. Okay, well you can you can pioneer that because we are all at the moment choosing what uh, what things we're going to be pioneering in gear of the year. But before we talk about all of those cool new 2019 releases, Mark Packham, you've bought another guitar. You want a guitar purchasing um, Odyssey? Uh, od- yeah, yeah. I, I was going to say boat ride, but Odyssey is better. <laughs> Weird. I always uh, thought of him as a bit of an Abe. Yeah, yeah, a Cox, if you will. Sorry, a Cox. Space on the boat ride, the guy at the front, the little fella. Oh, I was, was going, it, or with... is it the back? I don't know, one of those yeah. two. Anyway, yeah, I bought another guitar. Um, after a couple of weeks ago talking about SGs and stuff, I was like, 
maybe I'll just buy an SG. And uh, I'm on this. I'm doing this thing at the moment where I buy stuff that I want to try, and I'm immediately putting it out for sale when I get it because I'm just like, if someone wants to give me the money for it, happy days. I'll let it go unless I really like it, and then I'm not going to. You're put just it out. sort of trying out things. I'm You're just enjoying trying some stuff. You're enjoying the freedom of the uh, sort of online secondhand market. Indeed, at the indeed, indeed. So I bought a Gibson SG Special Faded from a few years ago, which is Matt. Matt Knight, you've got the same guitar. Yes, sing, best, sing best SG ever made. Mine is uh, considerably later than yours, Matt. Mine's 2012. But then we still kind of made the same. Oh, yeah. I mean, then. it's basically exactly the same guitar. Great There's no guitar. difference. Gets better with age because of that just sort of uh, rubbed finish. Yep. Just gets glossier and glossier. Uh, as what it is a rubbed finish. It, Give yeah. me a funny look. That's yeah. a, 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 sort a, of a satin finish, finish. Yeah, a faded yeah. finish. Yeah. So this one, um, so bought in two thousand or made in two thousand twelve. Clearly, it's been played a bit, but only at home. So it's uh-huh. got like a few nice kind of dings here and there, and um, some of the finish has kind of rubbed away, as it were. Four ninety R and four ninety T. Yeah, exactly that. that. Yeah. So they kind Pop of hot pickups. Rubbish. <laughs> 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 it actually sounds better than I was expecting, but the one. One of the main things for me is guitars need to be quite loud when played acoustically because I don't always plug into my amp. A lot of the time, I'm just playing guitar on the sofa, and that's the benefit of things like my Les Paul Jr., really loud. Uh, Tell you what else is loud, that Reverend that I bought a few weeks ago. Uh Super loud. That is very loud, that guitar. But I'm dreading when you come around tomorrow because... You come around and you like just play my guitars very loud in the way that you want to do. The SG Faded is one of the loudest electric guitars I've ever heard acoustically because there's basically no finish on it it's like a very thin layer of finish and it's satin so there's loads of holes in the mahogany and that's where the tone that's where the tone seeps out of exactly that's where it lives that's it so do you think you'll uh, customise this do you think you'll upgrade it Um, get some some nice big because they're he's already sold it mate (laughs) 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 I haven't already sold it it is up for sale like I said chrome humbuckers in there rather than the yeah maybe but my plan is at the moment is I bought three guitars recently I've got that Yamaha the Super Combinator which oh what a great guitar if I'm being honest I did buy that one specifically to sell it I mean I really Um, like that guitar it's really cool. I'm going to check it's out cool. how much and you're selling it for. Do you know what? It's really good to just have around the living room and it's something totally different, but it's not a guitar for me, really. So that one is for sale at the moment. The Reverend is also for sale, as is I the SG I cannot Fables. believe, I cannot believe this, this... <laughs> it's a little ad. Soulless advert you've ad. got going on. Um, so those three are for sale at the moment. I'm kind of deciding, like, can I keep one of those? And also, is the bar, the pink bar hotelie in the mix? Like, yeah, do, I mean, do I prefer any of the others? All over of that? us own a Baja Telecaster. Yeah, with I'm the thinking not of Jay Cross. Because ultimately, what I want is a Les Paul Jr. and a Telly. And I've now got a load of other stuff that yeah, I think. Yeah, a better Telly. There are so many better Tellys out there. Joe, yeah, but it's we're going to fall out again. <laughs> but also, you know, I feel like that guitar, in a way, has come into existence because of the continued mention of Shell Pink and Baja Telly's on this yeah. podcast. I yeah. mean, that's literally why it came into existence. So yeah. I feel so, like now that I mean, now that I've bought that, I, I need to keep that as a kind of stick with it, yeah, yeah, as a kind of uh, monument to what we've built with this stupid podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but the the thing is, the SG is really nice, and like today, I was just like, oh, I've got a bit of a song idea in my head. Brilliant. Sat down with that. Didn't need to plug it into the amp and just bash through this song. And I was like, okay, cool. Any guitar that I can write a song on straight away, I'm always have a bit of an affinity with. And I didn't get that with the Reverend. Definitely not feeling that with the Yamaha. Oh, come um, on. But the, the SG is actually, <laughs> it's really nice. So it, probably the best affordable Gibson ever made. Yeah, the, the, I the would SG go along with that. I mean, it depends what you mean by affordable because obviously, you know, at the time, things like, you know, original SG specials or Les Paul Juniors and stuff were made as the affordable version of the guitar you know the top end guitars yeah but i mean in the last few years really that spot's been occupied by things like lpj and yeah. the lesbian special fadeds and that kind of thing and yeah i would agree and that's why they still make it today you know they're i mean they're still affordable but they've gone up to maybe 800 quid right. roughly i think that's I, I was thinking seven, that was six, their nine. price yeah. and i'm still thinking that's a very affordable price totally. for an american made guitar and i think if you like, like fender aren't putting out anything at that price point that's american made so at what price point? Like seven nine nine. Uh, I think that's seven six nine. Seven six nine pounds for yeah. a uh, 
let's pull uh sorry an sg special faded yeah i can't remember how much the american performers are they're not that much more than that no, but it's yeah. that you know but yes i see what you're saying yeah but um yeah i mean i would say it's up there also with the highway one strat oh, as being an also very very affordable american made guitar yeah. and uh, a brilliant guitar as yeah well. yeah exactly that so but yeah i mean if you're gonna buy one of those new now 769 i think you'd be completely happy with it yeah there's also obviously Great. some very affordable <laughs> options on the second hand market unbelievable um, Great for customizing. What a fantastic well, that's sort the of other mod thing mode I'm, I'm probably not going to go down the route of customizing it. But, for mm. example, you know, you could put different pickups in there. You could put different... Let's say you wanted to go down... You could even do something crazy. Like, if you wanted to make almost like an SG special, yeah. you could just route the pickups out. You could put a like a two P90s in there with a P90 scratch plate. You could put some button tuners on it. Yeah. And you would have a really cool vintage-looking... Like traditional SG special, yeah. Um, and once again, if you'd only paid, you know, a few hundred quid for a second hand, this, this ad's uh, gone um, a long time. You could build a very good guitar for not a lot. Oh, of money. I agree. I completely agree. I think it's a fantastic idea, and that's exactly why you've sort of, you know, purchased one. The uh, well, another reason that I've purchased it, right? Although this purchase actually happened beforehand, but it, it justified my purchases on the last on the weekend, Friday night. Jan, I went to see a band called Guitar Wolf. Right. Um, I did wonder why it said Guitar Wolf in caps. Yes, our, well, it's, uh, that's, that's the only document. way that you can... It's the only, that's the only way you could spell Guitar Wolf. Right, Hands down, right, right. the loudest live band I've ever heard. Okay. Three-piece from Japan, formed in 1987, I believe. Um, described on Wikipedia, what was the description? Uh, Japanese garage rock power trio. They're, it's basically like... It's it's sort of halfway between the Ramones and Motorhead, the it, Ramones to Head, yes. if you will. So again, going back Ramone to Wikipedia, to head. Ramone to Head, going back to Wikipedia, described the as Ramones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> going back to Wikipedia, described as an energetic cross between the Ramones, Link Ray, Rockabilly, Seventy Seven Punk, and Garage Rock. Um, so this band, a lot of people will know them from the Japanese zombie B movie Wild Zero. Uh, which has kind of got a bit of a cult following. They are in it as a band, but also they're fighting the zombies and also the Yakuza at the same time, from what I remember. Um, The film is great. The band is... I mean, considering... uh, I don't think we got an actual uh, age, but he must be 50. Yeah. The main fella. Yeah. Guitar Wolf. Guitar Wolf is his name. So they were... that's great. Yeah, Yeah, so they were originally... His yeah, birth name. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. were originally the original lineup was Guitar Wolf, Bass Wolf, Drum Wolf. Uh, Bass Wolf died unfortunately, and he's now been replaced by. Uh, I did Bass find Wolf it. Two. Bass Wolf Two. Bass Wolf Two. No. Bass Cub. Gots is the uh, is oh. the current one. But just to describe this out, so three piece. Um, drummer had like just a basic drum kit, super loud. Guitar stuff, interesting. Baseball, uh, sorry, not baseball. Gots even had a Greco, like, oh, yeah. um, like DD bass, like white black scratch play with SVT classic. And I couldn't quite make out where the controls were, but I can almost guarantee they were very near the top. I, I took a right. photo of the. I took a photo of the the, the, the controls. Yes, were they at the top? So the bass was set to. Let me just. Because I've I've spoken about this to my work colleagues a couple of times today, but the um, amp, so the gain on the amp was at nine. Right. Now this is an SVT classic into an eight by ten right. in a hundred cap room. <laughs> yeah, so the gain was on nine. The um, treble was on ten, oh. and the master volume was also on nine. Wow! It was so loud. So. So that's the bass covered. On the guitar, a Guitar Wolf was playing. He was using an eight, JCM 800 through a 412. Guitar-wise, Epiphone G310. Oh. Literally, <laughs> for a long time, the cheapest Epiphone that you could buy, yeah. um, which is a bolt-on neck, yeah, Epiphone made SG. And I think that's what he's always played. Like, there's some photos here. He's playing a black, He was playing a red one at the gig, but he was he's played a black one for ages that I can see in pictures. Now, the guitar... Very loud to start with. <laughs> it, I was wearing earplugs and the next day I was hurting from how loud it was. <laughs> About four songs towards the end. This sounds like a great show. It yeah. was mad. Say, it right. was mad. About four songs to the end, 
he just went over and he ran the palm of his hand <laughs> along the entire range of controls on the 800. Right. Literally every single control up to 10, or maybe they even do go to 11. I think those ones are 10. 10. Um, it was so loud. And uh, honest, there was there was a hundred people in the room, if that. Wow. <laughs> and it was it was like nothing I've ever experienced. Yeah, I mean, this before. sounds like one of the best shows. It ever. was it was really really cool. How did it not just feed, but how did the sound guy just go? That's enough. He's really good, and the PA in there is very very impressive. So yeah. is it at the Hope and Room, which is a yeah. venue that we've talked about before? But yeah, the the sound engineer in there is is very good, and um, they were just they were just amazing. They were just like they did that classic Ramones thing, which is when they were counting in their songs. Quite often, it was one, two, three, four. Da, 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 da. Like yeah. there was no correlation <laughs> between when they were starting and when they finished counting. Right. Um, they did. They they were just yeah. It was just great. Well, oh, and also the best bit about them, uh-huh. their outfits. Yeah, sunglasses on the whole way through indoors. Of course, of course. Leather trousers. Right. Leather jackets. Black leather, yeah? yeah Black yeah. leather trousers, right. leather jacket, right. no T-shirt. Yeah. And <laughs> after the show, they went downstairs to have a beer wearing leather jacket, leather trousers, no T-shirt, sunglasses. Yeah. And they would just start hanging out there. The it was time. It was really good. The other thing, and I don't know if you saw this, but on the neck, on the, the uh, on Guitar Wolf's guitar, when he like turned around, which was regularly... He, you could see that he'd like put fret markers on the back of his guitar yeah. because, sorry, because all the songs are, all the songs are in the same key. And so he's just like, yeah, well, you know, if I'm running out of play, things to play, I'll just put my hand in one of these positions and it'll be fine. Yeah, that'll just work. <laughs> so their 1999 album is called Murder by Rock. And that is exactly <laughs> how I felt at the end of the gig. It was brutal. Yeah, it was re- really good. Really recommend listening to Guitar Wolf. Like, I've seen metal bands and stuff before, and because metal bands generally kind of pride themselves on their like technical ability and stuff, they are loud, but you don't feel that kind of like primal, yeah, brutal sure. energy. And this was just something else. Like at one point, but um, Gotts just threw his bass on the ground and then just just jumped into the crowd halfway through a song. There was just like no bass for a bit of it, and then he sort of got back up and he was like, "Yeah," and back into it again. And also. Their, for their second encore, only Guitar Wolf came out and he just played guitar and it was as loud as a normal live band would be <laughs> with a drummer. It was insane. So, yeah, do check them out. I, to be honest, I don't even know how much of their stuff is on Spotify. The but newest record is, at least. By the looks of things, they've put out some LPs that are different albums to the ones that have come out on right, CD. Okay. Wonderful. That uh is- that's that's a great idea. Keeping it keeping it fresh, keeping your physical uh, releases different between the, the vinyl two, and the CD. Two thousand three album was called Beast Vibrators. Right. So make of that what you will. Well, that sounds absolutely incredible. And speaking of cheap Epiphone SGs, that is my first segue ever that's worked. <laughs> there we go. Yes. Anyway, so speaking of cheap Epiphone <laughs> SGs, I love when you point it out. It means it doesn't work. Oh, yeah, I know that. Uh, well, anyway, so I'm going on tour later this week, and the guitarist in my band, Tim, plays SGs, but he's left-handed, but he strings upside down. So always, always tricky. He plays in SG Junior, so just one P90. He needed a second one, a backup one. So two, two P90s. Well, he just wanted one P90. He didn't mind, right. but. <clears throat> but you can't get a sort of a, you know, there was no cheap left-handed SG, certainly not one with P90s. So what he bought was a a, a cheap Epiphone. It was a silver burst um, normal SG. What do they call them? The Is it SG300 or G300? If it's a glued neck. So it's, it's glued neck. It's G400. G400, yeah. right. So he just got one of those. It's, it's one of the ones that has like Gibson humbuckers and you get yep. coil taps on it and everything. So G400 he, Pro, I believe that is. <laughs> that's what it is. It says SG Pro on, yep. the, on the headstock. So he got one of those. Not a lot of money. Second hand, I think he played you know maybe 250 quid for it not not a lot of money but he was like it's actually fine it's a great guitar he thinks you know it it certainly felt good it's just you know the humbuckers were there he wanted to get a p90 in the bridge so he had uh tree tone pickups make him a uh a p90 because he has his own signature p90 yeah thing that they make for him he had them make him one of those in a humbucker housing and uh so we we decided to we'll just 
take everything else out, turn it into a punk machine. Of course, he had to buy a right-handed one. I failed to mention that. Oh, right, okay. So, so he was like, the problem is the controls are kind of in the way when he's playing it upside down. Yeah. But he was like, well, all I actually need is the humbucker in the bridge. I don't need... So I don't need the pickup selector, which is the main offender in the way. But also, I don't actually need anything really other than volume and maybe we you know that can be far enough over that it'll, it will be okay won't just it? use a volume pedal just take all the knobs off well exactly what we ended up doing because <laughs> we, we came to solder it and of course took off the back and we were like oh it's coil tapped so everything on the epiphones in little little pcb things yeah, yeah. in the back so we were like well first off we don't know what we're doing back here <laughs> and and you know and and secondly, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't know how to do it. So instead, we ripped everything out and wired it straight to the output jack. Yes. So and then took all of the controls off. So he now just has an upside down. We we also took the neck humbucker out anyway, even though yeah, why not? Just so it looks like a completely controlless one P ninety in the bridge, uh, whatever it is, SG Pro, SG four hundred, G four hundred Pro, G four hundred Pro, yeah. And actually. Sounds fantastic. Now yeah. it's now it's strong with sort of twelves and down in D standard. I was like, this is a this is a great guitar. This you know, I never give Epiphone enough praise, but it's it's a Chinese Epiphone for not a lot of money. And also, I was like, this is actually a really good guitar. Where's this love for love for SGs come from the last few weeks? Well, we talked about SGs more in the last two weeks than we have probably in the entire time we've been doing podcasting. That's, that's true. I mean I I think I've always kind of liked SGs. I'm I'm always almost buying an SG bass. There yeah, that's that, true. Uh, I keep almost, <laughs> almost buying always. that. You what? Did you say almost always? Almost yeah. always. Yeah. Well, the same one keeps coming back up for auction. That's the uh, yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> oh yeah, you're going to buy that. It's almost <laughs> as if people buy it and then don't like it and <laughs> send it back. So yeah, that is a little concerning on yeah. that one. Yeah. Can I make a suggestion? Sure. Um, when you were talking about Tim struggling to find left-handed guitars with P90s, yeah. Um, the first brand that sprung to mind were Reverend because I know that they obviously do some of their guitars left-handed yeah um and they're a bit quirky and fun you know problem is it's it now you've got to throw into the mix it needs to be a 24.75 inch scale and and ideally a glue on neck yeah that's yeah reverend obviously is not going to be glued next thing or some of their stuff is i think but yeah it's the i think all the left-handed stuff is bolt on i think the one isn't isn't yes i i I think they do the sensei is is one of their bolt-on models, I think, off they the top of my head. They don't do any glued necks left-handed. Really? Right, They yeah. do the Air Sonic, uh, which is a kind of like 335-ish, start offset 335. The one I was going to recommend was the Jetstream 390, right. which is a Oceanside Green uh, oh, yeah, body. Uh, it's like a, a Fender-style neck, obviously. It's bolt-on, it's uh-huh. maple neck. Three P90s. Oh, yeah, that sounds what? great. Yeah. Um, it's got a trem, which it took, but you could probably lock that down if Tim's not interested in using that. Yeah. Um, it looks incredibly cool. And yeah. um, it's Tortoiseshell Guard. Um, yeah, if you wanted something a bit different, that would do if he likes the sound of P90s. Oh, yeah, they, they are, they are, you know, yeah. That, I mean, that sounds, all, certainly all the Reverend stuff is absolutely cracking. I think one of the things that we find for Tim when we're trying to look for guitars and specifically look for left-handed SGs, it's like, well, he has one left-handed sg junior that gibson made and of course when they released that maybe three four years ago yeah it was like 600 pounds it was yeah yeah very very affordable and i think tim likes that price point because he likes to be able to throw things around now find a now find one now like if you want the gibson one it's 1200 pounds and then we've been like well maybe we should get something custom made because certainly 42nd street guitars have done um sg junior style guitars they could do a left-handed one maybach do uh um do uh sg juniors and i'm sure they'd have a, a left-handed option and then you've got sort of some of the other companies that we were talking about from uh from the london international um guitar show and there, there are plenty of brands out there that will do it but of course all of a sudden if you're not buying a gibson then you're buying a essentially a custom luthier version of a Gibson, which means you're entering a completely different price point. Here's an option for you. Something else that you probably thought about. Gordon Smith. Gordon Smith is his yeah, he he likes the idea of that. I always forget that. He that's the one he said he would buy next to Gordon Smith, because of course you can custom up on their website with their sort of very simple custom shop. Yeah. But nonetheless you can customize a guitar, the amount of pickups, the orientation, they do everything left and right. Um the finish <coughs> Uh, the the amount of pickups and the wood material, and then I think you get to 
choose like type of inlays and things like that. Yeah, I'm just having a look now. So yeah, you get basically um, model. So G- going from GS1, GS1.5 to GS2. So GS1's obviously what you'll go for, which is their double cut. It's essentially, listener, a double cut junior with a single yep. pickup. Um, then you get the choice of standard or thick body. Um, obviously thick. Well, yeah, exactly. Well, actually, no, I guess if it's an SG, he'd want standard. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. standard. Okay, well, you've saved Sorry, yourself. what's the difference between the GS1, the GS1.5, and pickups. the GS2? Pickups. So it's a single and a humbucker <clears throat> in the 1.5. Two, oh, okay. Two hums or two big pickups in the two. Okay. Just one in the um, You get a choice of either poplar or mahogany body. Poplar? Uh, you get... Oh, okay, well, I think that's even cheaper. Poplar's cheaper. Yeah, um, your neck wood choice. You can either have mahogany or poplar. I mean, I guess you'd probably go with poplar. Yeah, the well, body's let's, let's poplar. double it up, yeah. I know we didn't plan to do a little custom no, no, shop on the... Uh, neck profile, thick or thin? Thick. Thick, okay, good. Uh, fingerboard, you get the choice of rosewood maple, palfara, ebony, or flamed maple. Oh, just rosewood's fine. Yep, fine. Colour, natural, and then there's a load of other finishes. Is there like a dark stain? Is poplar a bit light? Uh, yeah, I guess it probably would, but you could go... Just make it black. Yeah, a black burst. Mm. Yeah, go on then, a black burst. Yeah, or jet not? black. Yeah, jet, jet black. black. Um, okay, finish, finish, finish. Natural... Do you want gloss or natural? Uh, natural, natural satin. Natural satin, okay. Wait, wait, on the neck? No, 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 on the or the whole thing. Mm, probably gloss, yeah. Okay. What? Yeah, so... Um, old, old school, uh, hang on, full gloss, 50 quid... Bruce Wait, let's bar- try and make it cheap, though, actually. Let's try well, I mean, and see the how... only thing you've upgraded, in fact, you downgraded from the standard on two of the options. Yeah. So okay. I think you're actually saving money over the base model with right, the right. things that you've chosen. Pickups, uh, P90. Yeah, but, P90. Yeah, so that's 40 quid. Colour matched headstock. Oh, it's black, isn't it? Uh, oh, because they do a natural finish yeah, headstock yeah. otherwise. Oh, yeah, we want a colour match yeah, that fine. headstock. Yeah, fine. Fret wire, kind of, uh, scratch plate, one ply. What? One ply's fine? Yeah, yeah why not? Fine. That would actually look cool, one ply. Uh, pickup covers, black or nickel? Uh, nickel. Nickel, fine. Um, do you want it to come with a gig bag or a hard case? Uh, gig bag's fine. Fine. Uh, you obviously want it 12 string. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, yeah, uh, you can choose just their regular tuners. Let's do that. Standard uh, strap buttons. Uh, you can do nines, tens, or other strings. Oh, it's going to have to be other. Yeah, well, let's just put tens for now. Um, total price, £855. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really good. That's really good considering you're choosing, you know, even if you were to buy a normal guitar and then, like, look at getting it refinished, you're already going to be well over that sort of price point anywhere else. Yeah, if you were going to buy even a very cheap Gibson SG Special, uh, plus, you know, add a couple of bits to it, like a new pickup and stuff like that. And being able to have the choice of any colour, essentially, on that Yeah, definitely, definitely. They've got, like, 30 colours that you can choose from, something like that. Um, No, maybe it's about 20. But, yeah, there's a whole range of stuff. So, yeah, that could be an option for you. Yeah, very cool. How did we get down this tangent? We were just talking about SGs and stuff. But, yeah, yeah, those are are very cool. Anyway, we're going to talk about some guitars, because, like I said, we've been sent some stuff that we're going to be talking about in Gear of the Year. And I guess, listener, you're going to get to sort of learn which things we're going to be championing 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 championing, championing. championing. Based championing. On champ- championing which ones we're going to be go- uh, championing over the the, the next the, the coming weeks anyway so we got a load of guitars um first of all uh we got sent through um you didn't do the mailbag jingle oh right oh yeah i'll do it now mailbag first of all we've been sent through the this year's new Shergold, the Shergold Provocateur. Now, yes. uh, um, they've sent it through, so I've spent quite a lot of time on it. And, and Jay and Mark, you've you've been able to play it as well. Matt, have you played the Provocateur at shows and things? No. <laughs> <laughs> Enthusiastic response. Oh, it's a shame, Max. You've got to talk about this one for Gear of the Year. We've already yeah. assigned it to you. Yeah. So. Oh. I I wasn't sure if these were the models that um, obviously one of the artists using this is, um, and so I watch you from afar, right? So I think this is the guitars they are using. That so is correct. Yeah, in I've fact, not actually, um, I've not actually played one, but I've heard one um, as I went to see them play um, the Camden Assembly a couple of weeks ago. Um, just that into a single orange, and they sound absolutely meaty. Yeah, they use those hundred watt rocker verbs um, into four twelves, um, and yeah. line six M thirteens 
as the you know sort of the backbone of their pedalboard, but with a load of extra stuff as well. No what switches because they're madmen. And well, uh, what was amazing was um, obviously they use quite complex rigs, but it's quite it's it's a much heavier sound live than it is on the record. Yeah, um, I assumed they run stereo and stuff like that. It's like nope, just mono straight in. Um, and these guitars sound yeah absolutely incredible. Um, at least through those those oranges they did. So I think you know by looking at them they look like wicked guitars. So I mean we had the models before didn't we joe this week's episode of the guitar nerds podcast is sponsored by celestian and their brand new ruby alnico guitar speaker purpose built to create rich beautiful vintage tones the ruby oozes a richly musical warmth with mellow highs and a smooth sophisticated mid-range that always seems to sound just right the classic Alnico speaker shape and lush, deep red colour ensures Ruby really looks the part in your cab and guarantees that no one could possibly mistake this remarkable new guitar speaker's family history. Check out Celestian's new Ruby at retailers including Lean Business in the UK, Tube Amp Doctor in Germany, Algam in France, Eco Music in Italy, Ebeloud in Spain, plus Gear for Music, Toman and The Back Shop. And in the USA you can buy through retailers like Sweetwater, Musician's Friends, AMS, Pass Express, Loudspeakers Plus and of course Amazon. And for more details, check out Celestian.com. The Maybe. Masquerader, which was the model before, yeah, this is this is the second the second model released by Showgold, and it is slightly different. So this one's very much a single cut with a bit of a German carve going on, kind of sort of Les Pauli, Gildy, Gretschy, Juniory sort of body shape. Yeah, it's it's kind of all over the place in terms of where the inspiration's from for this. Is yeah, I mean, I would say think about kind of like I don't know. It's also got. It feels like, you know, the Manson shape a little bit, you know, like look at the scratch plate. It's very classic, but contemporary. Yeah. And it's got a bit of kind of uh, 70s telly custom to the scratch plate as well. That sort of diagonal angle on it. Yeah. They've uh, they've only gone for two pickup options on this. They had three before on the the Masquerader. So, so... I think the Masquerader, I'm glad they kept them separate. Like They didn't just load the same configurations into yeah. these. Because the Masquerader, I can't remember exactly, it had a Strat option, a Tele option, I think maybe a double. There was a lot going on with that guitar. The Masquerader, A lot of options, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah there were definitely a lot of things. So this one, they've just got the the two, um, which is a double humbucker, um, which I think is the SPO2 and the SPO1. Um, or is it is it called SSP? I'm a, I'm a bit unsure on the... Oh, no, it is SP01, right. Uh, and the SP01, which is a P90 in the neck and a humbucker in the bridge. In both cases, they're going for Seymour Duncan pickups. What I really like about the Shergold stuff is how high quality they manage to make everything. They yeah. make sure they use stuff in them. You know, there's no sort of, like, the the hardware is, is Shergold's own. Like, the bridges are specifically made for these instruments. I like that they've gone to those lengths and still managed to price it at, like, 800 30 pounds for a guitar they all come in these really lovely really plush um sort of gray super padded soft hard case you know the the ones that sort of have a have a proper shape to them really Did you say um they've still got the aluminium inlays as well they still have the yeah really the, and that's one of the most gorgeous things about this guitar they are hand laid aluminium inlays that are uh, kind of thin vertical lines you know as an inlay which is very original like i've not seen that before and you think by this point inlay shapes are kind of done yeah but uh yeah fantastic inlays one of the things that changed between this and the masquerader one of the things i really liked about the masquerader was the masquerader had that solid rosewood neck which just looked incredible this Mm -hmm. one they've gone for a mahogany neck because in this case it's a mahogany body as well this is very much more even though it's a bolt on this is more in a gibson-y style uh, guitar so yeah mahogany neck but the best thing about it and the thing that's really got this guitar very high up in sort of my gear of the year ratings is how thick that neck is it's too thick for me it's i hate huge. to say it how can it's you too say thick that? for me you, but you like like old 52 yeah, tellies but, yeah but particularly so i've got in terms of a telly shape i've got used to that baja neck which is actually not wide it's kind of narrow but it's chunky right yeah. whereas the the uh, provocateur i felt quite it was quite wide yeah. and it was quite fat it's a proper if that's bat. what you're looking for and uh, you know if you want to feel out of touch with music 
go to the players section on the Shergold website because I do not recognise any of these <laughs> bands apart from Manic Street Preachers, right, right, yeah. the band that was around when I was 12 years old. Um, but what I suspect, and you'll probably better tell me about this, is a lot of the players on here are doing like detuning and they're doing super heavy stuff. Um, and I'd imagine having the very thick neck would be useful for that. I guess so. It, looking at it, it looks like a lot of these players are not shredders per se, but they're from more the kind of nonsense that you listen to. Um, Certainly where, people like Gallops and October Drift, which are two of the bands that they have there. Yeah, very much that sort of thing. Yeah, where having a kind of chunky neck for down tuning and kind of like big, big sounds... Um, would come in handy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, obviously, their show gold have got, and so I watch you from afar, literally all over their website for the Provocateurs. Very much there are the uh, the sort of poster band for, for this guitar. But, man, I, th- I think it's fantastic. The finishes, they're doing are great. They, d- they do this, uh, that battleship grey, black, or a vintage white, um, sort of across the board in each model. Great they colours. They look like they should be way more expensive. Yeah. I, could, I mean, just looking at the SPO one in... Battleship Grey, considering one of the guitars we're going to talk about in the kind of news bit that looks very similar to this, that's, I think, like a lot more money. Yeah. <laughs> um, this just seems like a, a kind of steal. I mean, they're listing it, yeah, 829. It just seems like crazy cheap yeah. um, for, for what you get, really. Yeah, I, I think, yeah, fantastic, fantastic feature-loaded guitar um yeah, at an incredible price. I like, would say really you, gonna be pioneering this one. If your thing is those Gibsons that are like not the polished Gibsons. You know, we talked about things like the LPJ before and we've yeah. talked about, you know, even stuff from back in the day like the Marauder and uh what was the the Sonics and stuff like that. If you're into the quirkier Gibsons, these are fantastic. And you know, comparing these to like a Gibson Sonic. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Is not really fair because they're not a great guitar. These are actually really well built, but they look like that. You know, they look like kind of Gibson doing something a bit. I think it's funky. These are very workhorsey. They're yeah, like definitely. really simple, master volume, master tone. You know, doing a double humbucker or a P90 in a humbucker configuration, I I just think is like certainly with the P90 in humbucker, very versatile, high quality Seymour Duncan pickups, good bridge. You know, you you're getting a massive chunky mahogany neck and oh the headstock and the tuners because of course shergold even do something different with their headstock logo so rather than it being painted or stuck on it's a it's a metal badge that is uh, it's kind of inlaid into the headstock recessed into the headstock which looks fantastic and then um the tuners on the on the um on the vintage white model are, are sort of off-white tuner buttons on the black model they're black uh tuner buttons and they it's just the attention to detail across the board is fantastic. I think these are really great. I'm really going to be fighting for these on the on Gear of the Year because I just think, you know, all those things that we talk about, like features plus price, plus the fact that this just seems thought through. It seems like yeah. a guitar that they've tried to make for bands like Ansoa Watch from Afar who spend their entire year 
touring, you know, everywhere from sort of India to, you know, to here, they, these are these are guitars that are never going to let you down, you know, yeah. just like sure underarm deodorant. They, they will never give you up and they will never let you down. Absolutely. Well, fantastic range of guitars. Anyway, the other guitars that we've uh, that we've got is pretty much the entire Sterling by Music Man artist series, um, which uh, obviously Music Man, fantastic at making at making artist models and something we've spoken about. It's basically all they loads. do now. Well, yeah, but but no one else does anything like this, do they? Like when you get, you know, certainly Gibson, Fender all have great big artist rosters, but essentially the guitars might have, uh, you know, a different pickup, a slightly different neck profile, maybe possibly an altered cutaway or something, but that is, that is it. Whereas Music Man are building artist signature models from the ground up every time and each one is completely unique and different. Well, that's basically their models, isn't it? You know, yeah. it's rather than having standard models. Uh, you know, we talked about this last week, actually, I think, on the podcast where we went through the uh, some of the standard models that are still available in terms of the axis and stuff like that. But, yeah, I mean, they've uh, they've done some wonderful things in the past few years. And I these artist guitars have surprised me in the one that I like the most. I like a lot. And yeah. I wouldn't have thought I would have said that maybe an hour ago before recording this podcast. <laughs> I tell you what, I, so I, I brought, again, I brought these guitars over for everyone to, to have a have a look at. Um, and this one, I, I was sort of, I almost didn't bother bringing it for, for you guys to try because I thought, well, there's no point. I know it's not for them, but, you know, I'm, I'll, I'll try it at mine and, and we'll talk about the specs and stuff. But I was like, there are definitely going to be other Sterlings that we prefer to this one, so I wouldn't bring. We are, of course, talking about... The Majesty X. Yeah, so weird. So weird. It's the first time, I think, since uh, I picked up a solar, a Washburn Solar that I've been like, this is a metal guitar that I could... That's you know, and I, you know metal guitar, but like I, I use metal guitar kind of loosely. But yeah, yeah. It's the first a time I picked... guitar. Yeah, I guess so. It's the first time I picked up kind of a Shredder's guitar. Yeah. Where I've thought, like, I could play this. This is... I mean, it was really, really nice, really mad. So different to what we would normally play. And I I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was really, really nice. I mean, you know, there's a lot going on there that isn't for me in terms of the aesthetics. Uh, You know, I I don't really, I don't really like the shape, to be honest with you. So let's uh, let's walk the listener through that if they're they're not familiar with the Majesty. So the Majesty is kind of a... The second signature model by uh, John John Petrucci from the band... John Petrucci and the Petruccis. Yeah. Yeah. That's Is that the band? John yeah. and the Petruccis. John, oh, right. John and the Petruccis. Yes. Um, so I don't really know how you'd describe the the body. I mean, there's a big old, big old upper horn. Uh huh. Well, the center of the body is shaped in like the, a shield. Like a shield. And which then the, is his logo. And then the rest, the rest of the body kind of like. Uh, tapers away yeah which which actually feels really nice it's, and yeah. we were talking about it earlier and about how the this in comparison to the more expensive majesties i think actually this i prefer this because the the more expensive mag- majesties tend to have the shield being one color and then the rest of the guitar is it's kind of like framing it, so it's like a different yeah, colour. they often do like wood shield finishes. Yeah, and, and I just think that's too much. I think that's really too much, whereas this is it's just... very much a producer signature model at that point. You're playing a... Yeah, a, totally, a totally. Whereas what, this makes it way more general. What's weird about that on the regular Majesty is it's not actually a wood finish on the shield. It's carbon fibre. Right. Um, and then the rest it's of it... It's actually carbon fibre effect. Yeah, 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 exactly that. And it's not finished... The rest of the body isn't finished like that, whereas on the X... It's just one finish all over. In this and case, it just, yeah. So, and and in this case, as you were sorry about to say, like purple sparkle. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, funny enough, I've actually had the I actually had the American one um, for a little bit this year. What you owned uh, one? Uh, I got lent one by oh, right. the guys at um, Strings and Things for a bit after we did Arc Tangent Festival, and um, I mean it's an amazing guitar and definitely like super super easy to play. Sound wise, I think you have to be into that more high gain thing. Personally, yeah. I think it suits itself very much for that. But just like all of them, the, all Music Man, it's the neck that wins you over instantly. And this and- is this is very different to the other stuff in the Sterling range because it's painted neck. It's a through neck 
uh, on the guitar. I don't know if we actually even mentioned that. Um, and the finish from the body continues all the way up the neck and to the headstock as well. Um, and it feels great. I'm not normally a fan of painted necks, but this feels kind of... Um, it feels satin, but without looking satin. It hasn't got that right. sticky oh, really? nature okay. to it. Um, and I'm totally into it. Like I said, if you'd have said to me an hour before we started recording this podcast, the best guitar that you are going to play for a while is a Sterling Majesty in Sparkle Purple, I would have said, yeah. yes, please, on the finish. No, thank you on the guitar. <laughs> Turns out, actually, both very, very good. And that is something else to mention. The quality of the finish is fantastic. Yeah. Um, you know, we've mentioned, you know, the, the Valentines and stuff in the past. The Valentine is, a, I think, a little bit easier to do because it's, you know, it's a butterscotch finish with a bolt on neck and, you know, easy to easy to get that right. Whereas with this, there's a lot going on through neck, finish all the way over the body and the headstock and stuff. Um, it was set up amazingly straight out of the bag. Uh, yeah, absolutely love it. Didn't, yeah. didn't think I'd be saying that. Eleven, eleven hundred ish pounds. Yeah, I think the retail price uh, is uh, the suggested retail is something like twelve hundred GBPs. So this is right at the top end of what um, of what Sterling do, and certainly one of the advantages of Sterling is you're getting um, you know something that's Music Man catalog without the without the price tag, and obviously sacrificing the sort of made in America element of it, and you know I, I guess the the quality of some of those parts that Music Man source. But this is this is still expensive. This is the same price as an American, well, not quite, a little bit cheaper than an American-made Fender. But put it into this context, the cheapest price that I can find an American-made Majesty for is £3,699. Although, I tell you what, actually, I just, bizarrely enough, was on the Music Man website and a, a new thing popped up, which I hadn't seen before, called The Vault. Oh, yes. I think it's all that all their sort of custom stuff. And at the moment, they're actually selling an Ernie Ball Music Man Majesty in hot pink what? Uh, for $2,999. They are. In fact, uh, I completely forgot to put this in the running, Matt, so you wouldn't uh, you know, you wouldn't have known to to, um, <laughs> to, to not mention it. But we, we were going to talk... I was going to talk about the vault because, yes, I was... Uh, in fact, um, Strings and Things sent me a, a message the other day being like, I think you'll be into this. Okay. And it was the hot pink majesty. Because, yes. of course, the... Uh, <laughs> Um, the vault is really interesting. So it looks like it's not um, it's not for UK and Europe. So I think they're only selling these things into America, which is something to be. I can't even aware find it. Of. How do I find the vault? Uh, it's just on the on the homepage of the of of musicman.com. Right. Um, oh, there it is. But but yeah, they've got um, because these are all sort of like prototypes, limited edition things. You'll find one of the things they've got is oh my goodness. Left-handed mariposas, which of course was the oh, funniest. Wow, yeah, the funniest thing oh, about the mariposa when it came out is initially there was no left-handed option. Of course, Omar himself is a left-handed player. So yeah, uh, what's what's weird though is maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong because the mariposa at the moment is three thousand pounds. The yeah. lefty ones are two eight nine nine dollars, um, but they've got one of each color, limited to one. <laughs> yeah. All right, um, so if you're a lefty and listening to this and also a massive uh, Mars Volta slash Omar fan, you've only got one chance to get a lefty before and they they're do, all gone. And they do finance they do financing yeah, on, they their, do their, on the website. I'll they tell do you what, their own finance. There, I mean there's I was, a lot of great guitars on here, so I'm looking at the was, moment. This was gonna be Patreon, but no, let's go for it. Let's go straight into these. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> that's we can fine. talk about this. Um the cutlass bass, which we know is their basically their P base. Yeah. Um Seafoam Green Sparkle. Yeah, Seafoam Green Large Flame. Lake sparkle that looks absolutely incredible with a oh. lovely one ply white guard uh maple neck oh yeah it looks absolutely lovely they do a, a matching caprice base which is their slightly smaller body shape pj configuration I mean, this is quite cool should we do this in the patreon because this this maybe does deserve like a bit more delving into it would be great if we could go through everything in there because there was, there was actually an entire range of hot pink guitars that they yeah have and, yeah, yeah. You know, so there's some it. there's some super cool stuff and and also to be honest we i, I do want to talk about the rest of these guitars that we've been sent yeah yeah yeah, yeah let's talk about this but one. yeah I, th- I think it's just just going back to what we were saying like that that majesty I, I, to be honest with you i, I know i'm I know I'm a little bit of a, a fuddy-duddy. and well, we you know, all are. It's kind of yeah, the problem. It, it is. And, you know, I I know that people listening get a bit annoyed that we are quite dismissive. That we're just a bit dismissive of some stuff. Yeah, we don't but, like new things. Well, yeah, yeah, basically. But We what, fear change. 
But when I saw that uh, that Majesty, I was just like, I just don't really care. But then I played it, and actually, I really do care. It's really, really nice. It's really nice. It's, it's super comfortable. And it's, it's just so different to anything else that I would yeah. ever play. It's so different. You know, the I guess to a certain degree that Matty's DK24, I felt a bit like that with that. But, you know, that still looks like a kind of, it looks like a strat. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, it, whereas this is so different. I, I just, I think it's great. Really, really interesting. Really yeah. different. Absolutely, it's very. Do you cool know if it comes indeed. in if it's coming in other colours? I guess just because it comes it's in white. white. Yeah. Okay, did you yeah. say that? And I just switched uh, I don't off. think we did. No, okay. no, no, it's fine. Yeah. White is in white, white or like white. sparkly it is, white, it is pearl white, white, sparkly pearl. white. Yeah, yeah. Like pearl sorry. white. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah right. I believe so. Yeah, oh, I did. Cool. I did have a. Have and did you? Debate. Sorry, I don't mean to put anyone on the spot here, but what pickups are they? Because we were. I think they're their own. I imagine at the sterling end of stuff, it's all going to be sort of. Uh, own w- pickups worth mentioning because the very uh, factory they have these made in also produce pickups so i would have right. thought it's all the same worth mentioning as well if you're that way inclined they also do a seven string version they so, do um, yes, yeah, yeah there's, there is I'm also not, I'm, listen mark i've i've discovered a few things about myself today okay i haven't discovered that i'm, I'm into Fine. a seven string it is pearl white is the finish the pickups are made uh it says pickups hh okay yeah so yeah. i assume they're their own pickups so one of the other guitars that we received, yes, we also on. didn't mention. Sorry, just before we get off uh, off the Majesty, there's a 15 dB active boost in there as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so, I'm, that is a bridge too far for that's me. That's gonna but be. Yeah, that would, we are where we are. Yeah, totally. Yeah, that that actually that push push active, um, uh, active boost is shared in the next guitar that we're going to talk about, which is the Luke, the Sterling Luke, and this again, same as the uh, same as the Majesty. I can't believe the attention of to detail that Sterling have managed to put into this guitar, which isn't even part of their premium line. So we'll obviously listen. We'll be sharing pictures of this all over our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and whatnot. But um, the Luke came in a lovely uh, sort of blue burst. That makes it not sound good, but it was the most <laughs> regal looking sort of gorgeous flamed blue burst I've ever seen with um, with like a, a rich baked maple neck and headstock rosewood board big chrome humbuckers but without pickup rings so they just they look so stark against the um against the the blue of the finish and yeah and that that push push um active nine volt boost this guitar looks absolutely incredible for a sort of like a player's guitar like a it's it's a it's a little bit blingy, but not too much. It's, yeah. it's a sort of sessiony guitar. I would describe it as like a. It's it's a modern guitar, but it's still very traditional in its aesthetic. In that it's not a through neck like the Majesty with a big shield shape. It's a conventional sort of you know strat ish shape as as sort of the the Luke has always been. But I was just like, wow, this is it's one of those guitars that's just great when it comes down to the the subtle things about it rather than the obvious things about it. Most ex- it was the first expensive guitar I ever wanted was an L3. When I worked in my first shop and they hadn't, they'd not been out long. And uh, ever since then, I've like, I've been a massive fan of, of music, man. And I've kind of always fancied one of these. I think they were great guitars. I remember when I was a GAC, a regular customer of mine bought one of the L3s. Um, they did the finishing, ol- was it olive gold? Yeah! Oh, wow, goldy silver—it's really good. And they just again, it just played really good, and it—it it wasn't like you kind of think Steve Lucas, Lukather. You think like it's just going to be like some sort of eighties rock machine, but it's—it's it's far more sort of modelled on on like. Well, I mean, he's famous obviously for having a fifty-nine Les Paul, so it's—it's it's got a lot of that kind of classic sort of Les Paul vibe to it. It's not just all sort of high output pickups and and heavy rock sort of thing i guess the other thing to remember is steve lukather you know as well as being in toto like hugely prolific session yeah fella oh yeah yeah unbelievably prolific he also did the christmas album sentimental so you know that's one of the best christmas albums of all time (laughs) absolutely no idea what that is it's christmas albums done by steve lukather okay it's it's really good. It's basically do you like Christmas? Do you like metal? You'll love sentimental. Right. Okay. <laughs> wow, that's uh, that's pretty extreme. But yes, I, mean, I just thought I just thought finish quality on this absolutely outrageous. What a lovely guitar. Kind of similar, a similar sort of thing to I guess what I thought about the Valentine. I know it looks nothing like the Valentine, but the Valentines are all about attention to detail, and I thought the the same of this. It was also 
the same as the Majesty. I couldn't believe that this was the quality of the Sterling Line version of this guitar. Yeah, it well, could have happily have... come down a couple of notches, and it would still be. I'd be like, well, it's all the best bits. We felt the same about the Valentine, though, didn't we? You yeah, know, and sometimes they just really, really nail it. Yeah, 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 exactly. They they do an absolutely cracking job. One of the other things we got sent was the Albert Lee. Yeah. Um, which we all got to have a go on the other the other week when we were around round mine. Now the Albert Lee is much more affordable um uh type guitar. They're very much introducing this as Sterling's sort of entry level. So whilst it's part of the artist series or Sterling's sort of, you know, mid mid to entry yeah. level, it's certainly not sporting all the bells and whistles that we've seen on the Majesty or it the It definitely doesn't feel like the Majesty. It feels like a really good I mean how much are they? You have to remind me uh, price wise. But uh, like a, a you know, it feels like a really good mid price guitar, whereas the Majesty feels like this should be a lot more, a lot more money than it is. Yeah. Um, that's that's kind of my general review, and uh, you know, and so as we said with the Valentine, you know, Valentine was kind of like the notch above just a really good mid-price guitar. Yeah. Um, have you got a price there on the? Yeah, Apple you can Lee? get for around four hundred pounds. Yes, totally, and that's exactly the kind of money I expected to be. And if you you're looking for uh, just an alternative, really, to you know a Stratoratelli or <laughs> you know an Epiphone Les Paul or something fantastic well, they're just such a cool shape the albert lee is just such a cool looking guitar yeah like as a sort of as a sort of futuristic ish guitar that's obviously been around for like 40 years and it's um it's it's very cool to still you know, look as great as it does now like it hasn't aged at all it's still a futuristic style thing i think it's fantastic certainly difficult to talk about it after talking about the majesty and the luke because that- they were they were a different thing they were very premium this is not like there are obviously things on this that are much better on the music man version of the guitar but for 400 pounds this is a fantastic very cool yeah. double humbucker guitar I just can't get over how good that Majesty is, and it sounds yeah. so stupid because it's totally not a guitar that is a traditional guitar nerd's guitar. You know, it's like uh, it's it's very much a kind of I don't want to say blingy because it's not blingy, but it's like futuristic, yeah, um, which is not what we're normally about. But that is a great guitar for whatever we said, eleven, twelve hundred quid, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, yeah, I want to see what our audience makes of it because you know I like to think we've cultivated an audience that just likes Tellys and Les Paul Juniors because you know that's, they're the good ones. Yeah, and this isn't that at all. This is something different. So I, I want to get some feedback. Yeah, it'd be interesting. I'd see what people think of the Majesty and see what people think of the of the Luke as well because I just think yeah, as as, uh, as decent price point guitars firing on absolutely all cylinders. I've been so impressed with these, and and it's kind of changed. I think the way. I, thought about sterling is you think about sterling as the squire to music man but it's not it's a different it's they're in a different place well i think they're doing a few different things in that yes there are some guitars that are kind of not the squire because i think that's you know squire generally is a kind of lower price point but they are they've got some entry level models like we talked about the albert lee but this is different to that this sterling is different to that what it actually kind of reminds me more of is like you know the kind of guitar that you would get from Ibanez for like twelve hundred quid. Yeah, something that's just so well made and isn't necessarily the flashiest, and it, you know, is not the top level guitar, but is an amazing guitar for twelve hundred quid. Yeah, that's what this is. Yeah, you're absolutely right. That's very different to being, the, as you put it, the squire of of Music Man. That that isn't that at all. Um, that's somewhere in between. Um, I'd be very interested. I've not played an American Majesty. Be very interested to feel the difference between this twelve hundred one and the three six nine nine model. Yeah, as we said with the Valentine, you know, I think it's it'd be very close between. And Matt can kind of, uh, you know, is the uh, is the test case for that. It was insanely close. Yeah, I mean, like it's, I think we said in Gear of the Year last year, it's like actually, if I hadn't bought the American one, probably would have been happy with the, the yeah. Sterling. To be honest, yeah, definitely, and I wonder if that's the case with the Majesty as well, because this one, for the money that it is, is unbelievable. Yeah, a very uh, an awesome guitar all round. Right, we're going to do a tiny bit of news before we uh, before we finish up this. We are running close to time, but I want to get in at least uh, at least one more thing in if we can uh, before we uh, before we move over onto the Patreon. So let's do some news. News. First up, um, uh, well, actually, probably the only thing that's up. I want to talk about these new nags. 
yeah so nags guitars is not a brand that we talk about a lot um but effectively nags guitars are born out of prs um if i remember rightly they were the it was the guy that was behind prs's early designs and development of the factory who then went on to do his own thing um and they make pretty high-end kind of um guitars along that sort of um sort of prs sort of boutique um imagery i guess you would say um and this one is totally different to all of that. Now, I've been trying to look for a few dealers online that are actually already stocking this, um, but I can't seem to see anyone at the moment. But you'll be able to search the model. It's the Kenai J, K-E-N-A-I-J. Yes, you, uh, yes, you can. Um, you can, I-J. Um, it's basically a all mahogany Les Paul or single cut, should I say, Les Paul Junior style guitar? So, uh, mahogany body with a set mahogany neck, East Indian rosewood fretboard, um, sort of headstock veneer, and single P90 with a wraparound bridge adjustable uh, saddles. Um, they're actually, again, for some reason, they seem to have announced, given us the press release, but not necessarily put much on their website. But they're saying eight colours and four different pickup selections um available at the moment as well which i think is very yeah, cool you can yeah. get it you can get it single bridge humbucker two p90s two humbuckers dog-eared p90s um but it doesn't list uh, all of them so it's basically yeah. like les paul jr the, the options they've got available i can see on their site yeah are uh, like a les paul jr style single dog-eared p90 or two uncovered humbuckers. Right, sorry, yes, I, I totally misread the way that was. Colours-wise, you can get a tobacco black burst, a cream, olive drab, Ferrari red, TV yellow, black, sonic blue, and... Shell pink. Is pink. it really? It is, yeah. Is it really? <laughs> Absolutely. I'll tell you what, though, I've, I've, and this might be the first time I think I've, I will ever say it, the pink makes it look well cheap. Oh, oh really? man, no, you're unbelievable. <laughs> Actually, I must admit, I think on their website, the Sunburst looks really good. Yeah, the definitely. Sunburst is outrageously lovely. I mean, they are expensive lovely. guitars. I mean, considering they're obviously a, a lot more basic than their sort of flame top models. But then again, their flame top guitars, like the Steve Steven models, I think are like six or seven grand. Um, these, I have an SRP of $3,650. Yeah, they are a chunk. I have to say, when I first read this uh, press release, when I was sort of putting it in the news, I read the bottom of their um, of their page on their website on it. <laughs> Where you've seen that as well, yeah. <laughs> Where it says $525. And I was like, wow, that's an incredible price yeah. for a Les Paul Junior with the one P9. But actually, it's... Uh, <laughs> I think, it's you know a, what? Well, it's it, it the the five hundred twenty five dollars is the color up charge if you want it to be relics. <laughs> I think the um the thing is with the pink, it's the uncovered pickups. I'm just never a fan of uncovered. He pickups. hates them. Sure, but but you I could you could easily have the pink done with just a single P ninety. Yeah, I mean that would look better. Um, but because yeah, it's, it's not it's it's not like a it's not a shell pink, is it? That's the thing. Is it's no, it's it's a mini milk pink. It's like a mini it's like milk. a Barbie pink. It's yeah. it's like it's I don't know. I don't really know because it's not hot pink. And it's it's, not... it's somewhere between shell pink and hot pink. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like I, ice, cream. ice cream pink. Yeah, that's what I would go with. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I I actually I must admit, big fan of the Sunburst. I think this is like the real boutique alternative if you want a kind of real high-end les paul jr but you don't want a gibson basically um i think that i think it looks wicked yeah. and having like the chip the um the wrap around with the adjustable saddles and everything you know nice sort of options list i think you've got on there they are very cool indeed i uh i, I really love the shape and listener definitely definitely worth checking out if you've got you know sort of spare four thousand dollars in your pocket for I a Les do. Paul Junior. I often do. Yeah. Well, anyway, that is it for us here on the regular episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast. We're going to be continuing over on the Patreon, where for as little as a dollar a month, you can support the podcast. One dollar a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early and means you can take part in our bi-weekly 
uh, guitar nerds lives five dollars a month gets you the patreon episode and a load of other stuff and ten dollars makes you an executive producer and gets your name sung in a song at the uh, at the end of this podcast you can follow us on instagram at twitter at guitar nerds join us on facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum and subscribe to our youtube channel at youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds that's it from us we'll see you over on the patreon for more of this guitar nerdery farewell cheers gang bye bye Jake McGee, Christopher Franklin, Mark Zarro, Ken Wackie, Robert Boston, Stephen Buck, Robert Butterworth, Neil Milton, Marin Peters, Stuart Robson, Jeffrey Wax, Christian Lund, Hanson, Zach Milton, Keith Adams, Steve Ferguson, oh, Eric Fyle, Andy Joyce, John Anglin, Adam Royce, Chris, Jake Cutmore, Rob Gould, Scott Hamilton, Tucker Robertson, Arnie Cooper, Ross Edwards, Nathan Hagel, Stephen A. Drop, Grant favorite uh formation two for two yeah one for one can yeah, you have five. two for two that's not enough players you'd yeah, be leaving five, five some on people, the bench four people have been sent off right yeah four. how many players can you have sent off before the game Three. is stopped? Four. Oh, so the game would be stopped oh, the game gets sent off the game stops when the fourth person gets sent off it's correct for two uh, two for two that... two for two it's just not a very good deal is that he is that no two for two you buy two, get two. <laughs> I said you buy two, you get two. I said you buy two, you get two. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.